truth, mystery, and growth. Like fingerprints, having a condition of depression, it is an individual thing. There are no two cases alike. It varies from person to person and the results depends on the person with the condition. Willing to put in the work or will you be comfortable constantly carrying a big sad ball around your neck? Is depression simply sad or is it something you could snap out of? And what about people who do not realize they have this condition of depression due to an archaic view of depression because what the average person knows of depression is only sadness. Big Pharma pushes pills on TV commercials and actors play their lethargic part to deliver the message depression is sad and despair. You're depressed and you can't get out of your bed. I know you have seen those commercials with their sad little selves needing a pill and instantly the actor is cured. What we know of big pharma and pills, it's like AA, you will keep coming back. There is no cure. And what about people who do not realize they have this condition of depression? Listen, you are happy, confident, and from the outside have it all together. There are people with something known as smiling depression. Commonly, what we from the hood, we know it is the bitch face, okay? You have a resting bitch face and you have the biggest smile on your face, but on the inside, you are feeling symptoms of depression. In the middle of your smile, you realize feelings of being overwhelmed. The spectrum of depression is like the burners on, on your stove, right? So low, medium, and hot, and you need to learn to turn down that dial and set your own settings because it is up to you to choose which part of this spectrum you want to be on and recognizing some of the symptoms other than sadness, feelings of hopelessness, changing in your appetite and your sleeping habits. Some people uh, have low self-esteem and a loss of interest from things that they used to enjoy. This is Ghetto Gospel, Ovasi View, and it is my experience that you must choose and put in the work for yourself. There are millions of people diagnosed or undiagnosed with a condition called depression. I'm here with my co-host, author, Poet T. Felder. It's Medical Health Month, and we're gonna be here and dialogue for the next 60 minutes. Please mute your devices, and we will open up the mic shortly. T. Felder. How are you? Great, great. It's Mental Health Month, and I'm telling you, so many people are 
contacting me, they're contacting you, and they are totally vibing what we have been talking about. So from last week to this week, what's been going on in your um, betterment for mental health? Um, actually, my betterment for mental health. You know what? I actually took a couple of days off, some per- some self-care, some personal time. Um, normally, I like to try to you know, keep steady and keep consistent with work. But sometimes you have to know when to stop and kind of like reset yourself. So I spent like two days last week resetting. You know what? That is, it's see, our minds think so much alike. I'd be like, whoa, because at the onset of this, what we like to call on the hot word side, <laughs> the quantum leap given to us by Beach City Poetress and it's the reset. So it's a question of how are you going to reset? Reset to stay in the woe is me kind of a reset or the reset of what you were talking about, the taking the time out for yourself. I agree. You some you have to take time out for yourself because we keep going and we keep going and we don't even realize that where this anger comes from or where this sadness comes from, it all stems from not being able to stop what you're doing for a second, regroup and make sure that you're still walking within your purpose. Exactly. So the thing is you have people who don't know their purpose. I conversate with so many, and it's a shame how many, that they do not have a purpose uh, when they lose that job because they believe that their job is their source. So there's a lot of people out of work right now. So the thing for me is I'm so grateful and thankful that I am a creative person so creative it's in overdrive in a lot of things that I do and it's great so I have you know that anchor that foundation but for those people who every day they they do not want to wake up because they're they're, I don't know their mind is not focusing on what they could do to me in Ovasi view that people focus on what they can't do so much to you know, they're falling, they're falling. So what do you think about that? That's true. I feel like it's, it's a bit of that. And it's also just a bit of not like listening to yourself. A lot of times mm-hmm. our minds and our hearts will tell us what to do, but it's up to us to kind of like listen to what it's saying. And a lot of times with everything that's going on, technology and different things like that, we're constantly going, even when you're getting ready to go to bed, like you'll, you'll lay in bed and then, you know, you'll get you'll hear that vibration or you'll hear that ring and a part of you will just one eye open, send that text that could have waited until tomorrow. Right. You know, so we're, we're not turning off enough to listen to what our bodies and our and our hearts and our souls are telling us. Because sometimes mm-hmm. the answers are right there. But if right. you're not listening to yourself, how can you hear it? You're right. If you're always See. listening to other people or you're always, you know, trying to figure out the latest tea or or mm-hmm. just, you know, into whatever you're into. If you don't stop for a minute, even when it comes to like making money, sometimes 
you have to stop for a minute and even in order to make more. Right. You got to know what you're, what you're doing and what angle you're coming from. You are so correct. I agree with you on all those aspects. And uh, it's, it's just a tricky thing. You know, we are here in this realm. We are born, as they call it. And uh, as we grow up and by the time we're two, three to four, we're thrown into this education where it's a source that's coming from the outside and it parallels with the other organization of religion. So we are not given the opportunity to tap into our inner self. You know, it's so many people and with these uh, variables around us, it's like a blockage and you really have to uh, fight. And the thing is what I believe, Ovasi view, (laughs) is that uh, some of us, when we come here, and even though we are so bombarded with all these external things of the world, at some point and on our journey, we find our way and at some point on our journey it's like it's like a memory that you remember wait a minute you know this <laughs> and then you're 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 laughing you're like wait a minute i i did not come here for this right so what do you what do you think about that um i just feel like um you have to know what part of your journey that you're on like you have to find, you have to listen to yourself and know that and trust that whatever it is your your heart is telling you and your mind is telling you that you can just go forward with that. Exactly. Listening to self. And I know that um, coming from the religious aspect, they get upset with that because they take it as ego. However they are not understanding the difference between the ego. I think we uh, touched on that a little bit in the uh, last Tuesday's segment, but I'm like to truly believe in yourself and uh, calling out what you want for yourself. We're going back into laws of attraction, but see this, the thing we do things like that. And then we will have less and less, time to sit and be out of balance emotional and continuing to stay in uh, this type of rut to where uh, our vibrations stay low instead of vibrating our energy higher so uh, again for the ones who just tuned in I want to say that we have to um, block the external things. Uh, you can read a lot about that on the internet, on YouTube, and there's some really famous people <laughs> that talk about it. This is ghetto gospel. And I want to tell you at um, my 60 years being here on this realm, it's like, yeah, I, I learned that. I, I had to learn those external things was causing me the most harm, which led to me being out of balance with my emotions, which led to a form of depression, 
of which <laughs> I did not know that I that I had, you know, because, you know, for me, growing up when I grew up years ago, and we talked about this a little bit, uh, where people in the so-called African-American culture, um, you know, it's taboo to talk about depression or to, you know, see a therapist. So with me, I saw depression as that character. You're sad all the time and you just can't get out of bed. And uh, that is the character, the persona that the system puts out. And it's not all like that. You can be uh, very, you're happy, you have loved ones, but it's still that emotional unbalance that you have. So, and another phrase that I came up with on the Ovasi view tip is you can have the condition of depression or condition of a depression and my difference and only me you know you won't find a psychologist talking about this but depression is the kind that you will live with it is the one that you fight against because you fight for yourself because you know that there's other things out there for you and you gravitate toward that and you think on the good parts of your life of what you have and that's where you at on that spectrum. A depression is where you are falling in the loops and you are falling down and deeper and deeper in this hole because you haven't, and really you don't talk about it enough and you feel like you're the only one and you feel like you have to act a certain way when you're around other people and you really want to cry out and let them know, look, you know, I'm, I'm emotional right now. I'm feeling some things right now. So it's a lot of, you know, a depression, the clinical depression type. And I do want to say there's a lot of um, herbs that you can take instead of reaching for those pills, T. Felder. Yeah, you're right. Um, you can do essential oils like peppermint and different things like that. You can drink. I love tea. I'm a tea person. I, I drink tea every day. So um, I think that you just have to find like a coping skill, like in therapy, we call it a coping skill. So mm -hmm. um, you have to find like a specific skill or something that you like to do a hobby where you can take your mind off of whatever it is that, like you said, like this character that you're trying to uphold, um, mm -hmm. take your mind off of that for a while, because it may be time for you to change that character, or it may be time for you to, you know, rethink your, the maze that you're going through. Exactly. And you mentioned some of the herbs offhand, do you know which ones that you use to kind of calm you? Yeah. We, yeah. Um, we could share that. <laughs> like I said, essential oil. I'm very mm -hmm. into like, you could, I like eucalyptus, lemongrass. Yeah. Um, peppermint mm -hmm. and teas. I like turmeric tea, ginger, um, elderberry. Um, oh yes, I can't really get deep into to the um, herbs and stuff. 
Oh, definitely. And that's what we want to do because, uh, again, a lot of us have experienced the same thing. So as we walk one another through this together, we want to share. We want to share what helped your, you, what helped me, right? How did you learn how to live with depression instead of allowing it to bombard you and have you being that actor that we see on TV when woe is me and you know you can't get out and play right. with your children now that yeah. type I think it uh, I think a lot of it also comes down to um, like realizing that you are depressed like it's almost like you know being an addict the first step to becoming sober your sobriety is to recognize that you have an issue or a problem so with depression, I think you have to recognize that you're actually depressed because oftentimes there are a lot of people that are depressed, but they don't even realize they are. And they're just going through the world and they're still going through the motions, but they're unhappy with, with whatever, whatever it is the outcome is, or they're just unhappy with their overall experience. Right. Yeah. So I'm with you on that one. I think you got to recognize it too, because, you know, I've had a few like spurts of depression and I had to first realize that I was actually depressed. Like, damn, I'm feeling down, but I've been feeling down for the last month or two or three or four. You get me? Right. Right. So it's like, you have to realize, okay, yeah, I've been sad, but why am I sad for five or six months at a time? Okay. You know, that might be an issue. So then when you get there, then you can say, hey, what do I feel inside of me that's going to allow me to make a transition so that I can get back to either get back to my old self, but I wouldn't even recommend getting back to your old self. I would recommend getting to the root of the problem and mm-hmm. awakening and- towards a higher self right yeah and you know me too I did not I was unaware of this depression I know people and they have a depression and several several years ago I was like because I was ignorant of a depression mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was wondering like what's wrong with you you know because I have to admit yes I was that one that said you know snap out of it right right <laughs> exactly snap out of it and I I, I I did not get it and as the years went on and you know I realized wow you you have you know myself such an idiot I have been over this particular illness, mental illness. So this is Ghetto Gospel, and I'm here with my co-host, author, poet, T. Felder, and we have lived some life. I do not have any um, paper behind me as far as a PhD, you know, in, you know, whatever, that paper, but I certainly have put in the work. So I do a lot of dialogue with many many people because they feel like they are alone they feel like no one else has ever gone through it and when I start speaking to them I'm like look you know you're not alone 
and it's not a, a cliche kind of a thing it's like a, a, a truth kind of a thing here on the ghetto truth magazine and the person who going back to what you said about not knowing that you are depressed or have that condition depression and you're so right about you have to recognize it you know recognize it so you'll know what would be your next steps and this is my Ovasi view there's really no excuse for anyone because you have to um, pull yourself up from your own mental and spiritual bootstraps you cannot and you should not and how dare you continue to blame other people for any situation right you're in a situation uh relationship wise whatever and this person have done some things to you and trust me (laughs) i have some people done a lot of shit to me in my life and for me to be where i am still um, I'm, I'm happy, you know, it's, I, I'm living my best life. I could want for nothing. And I give thanks to the ancestors and the most high for that. Right. And Always. even, yes, you know, and even the ones who wronged me and trust have done some shit to me. Okay. And we're going to talk about that next week. Cause next week we're going to going to talk about forgiveness and it's funny, <laughs> this thing is going along with the topics that we're having, and I'm thinking about it, you're thinking about it, and I was speaking with someone um, who's famous, I don't name drop, and I was speaking with him, and he mentioned, you know, forgiveness, and I said, wow, we're talking about that next week, but today, um, continue to get back to those situations in past relationships, and it caused you to stay in a depression. Ovasi view. That's on you, boo. Right. For real. Can that's on. <laughs> go, go ahead, T. <laughs> um, you know, oh, I wanted to kind of like touch on, because I know we've, me and you have kind of brought up the topic of like depression versus this concept of deep rest. There you go. I was, I was you know, for laying it, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is just right on top of um, of that. I just keep thinking about it because once I started like kind of reading some of um, Jeff Foster's views on uh, the concept of deep breaths, it kind of changed my perspective a little bit. I mean, I kind of always thought about um, my times of wanting to be still as times of me wanting to awaken and get to a higher place. But I never thought about it as actually being a form of depression. You get what I'm saying? Yes, totally. That's why the title of this segment is called depression or deep rest. Cause you go ahead. Cause I, I have a ghetto gospel story for you on that one. I bet you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so um yeah so I feel like we've kind of like already said what we needed to say with the depression and in terms of you know it's either a state of mind a state of environment or just a state of being not yourself or just low you know what I'm saying 
Mm-hmm. And I think with the, the whole thing of deep rest, it, it transitions us into not so much of using like medication or mm-hmm. their uh, therapy. It's more about the self. And I think that that's kind of like what you were talking about uh, just a few minutes ago um, with the position on um, depression. Right. Deep rest. I first came across deep rest through uh, Ralph Smart. And he's a Piscean as myself. (laughs) So we are intuitive, which is great. And I think it was about three years ago. And he was talking about deep rest. And I thought, you know, he was the first person, but I didn't know he had learned it from um, the gentleman. I forget his name, but you just mentioned it. <laughs> but that's when I realized, oh, my goodness, I conditioned depression. Like, wow. And I changed the way that I live because I am involved with a lot of things. You know all the stuff that I do. And it was causing me depression, even though I was enjoying what I was doing. But here we go. And by listening to the introduction with Ralph Smart, deep rest. And that's what I needed, deep rest. And I'm telling you, when I do what I do throughout the day, because I'm in marketing, independent marketing, and um, there's a certain time like after between four and seven, it depends on what's going on. But my phone is off mainly like by seven you're not going to reach me. You're not going to see me click like on nothing. <laughs> I'm deep resting myself. And I love it. You have to pull away from some of that. You know, it's okay. And it has its place. However, you need to take some steps back away from that little social media networking and pull yourself away from the television and all these the, pressing things and you're gonna need some deep rest after watching uh television all day so we are in the quantum leap and again people are a depression and they they know what they mind telling them something but because they are steady on the programming of it all Mm -hmm they're having a bad time so back to what you said at the beginning of the hour they need to reset you know yeah i think um we're all in deep rest right now with this quarantine situation going and um i'm not sure if we're getting out any well us californians i don't know if we're getting out anytime soon so um, I think that this we should take this time to really go into ourselves and yes. find out what it is we want to do because a lot of us are going to be restarting our lives after uh, this is all said and done. Because exactly, um, I, I'm very fortunate and grateful to uh, actually have a, a job and be working stuff right now and still you're I'm sorry your phone is going in and out are you on speaker of any kind hello better yeah. yes because we want to hear you T Felder <laughs> no I was saying that I'm actually grateful to 
be still working and still doing my thing at this time. And there's a lot of people that are out of work and just, you know, scrambling to figure it out. And I'm still pretty much maintaining um, my normal life outside of like not being able to do like specific things that I would normally do. Right. So and my, we're, we're, yeah, in, we're like in a state of deep rest, all of us. So uh, I guess this should be time to like really do some inner work and, so that you can find out what it is that you actually want to do. Cause if you lost your job, then it's probably not best to try to go back out and find that specific type of job. It's probably time for you to go within yourself and look at what you are good at in your skill sets and probably do something else. Right. It depends on what, what side of the reset you are on. I know a lot of people when uh, the quantum leap occurred, a lot of people, the creative, started writing more, uh, writers, poets, uh, Trisha Chave, she uh, uh, started her, completed her book, so she have a book that's going to be out, and you do have to get creative, you must, otherwise you, you know, depression. Right, but us creatives are already, we're listening to ourselves. There's a lot of people out there that are kind of just stuck in the rat race of it all. And they're, they're like almost like machines where they're just going and punching in and going and punching in and going and punching in. Yeah. And they don't know what to do right now. There's people who are accustomed to going to church and then now they don't have church on Sunday and and Bible study on Wednesday (laughs) and (laughs) Bible band and whatever the heck they do when they go to church and they're like at a loss and but see, that's the thing. They're on the other side of the reset, uh, not to be hard or cold, but this is ghetto gospel, and that's not my issue, right? Because, again, <laughs> Damn, Gigi, you just keep it too real. The ghetto gospel, that's when I'm on here is ghetto gospel. I don't have time for Gigi, <laughs> the storyteller. She's a nice, uh, wise lady, and she's so nice to everyone. She's kind to everyone. But on Ghetto Gospel, it's like a lot of things that's going on right now here. uh, We are experiencing not just Ghetto Gospel by no means. There's a lot of poets and writers and um, messengers and prophets way before me, way before me, that talked about this very thing that we are in in the quantum leap. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Shit, yeah. We're shedding and, and, the old paradigms. We have to yes. say, like, when, when, when is it going to stop? Like, when are people going to realize that, like, not only do we need a reset, but the environment, the earth is yes. pretty bad, and we need to start resetting it and refocusing on like shit that matters. Like, there's a whole bunch of things that are not necessary, and I think this is a time where we're actually able to see that. Exactly, right, and um. Especially because mankind, the B666, <laughs> you know, have been so awful to Mama Earth. Guess what? You have us. She on a reset to all you niggas. You know what I'm saying? Reset, reset this in your face, you know? So we're talking, we're, we're dialoguing about depression. And this is why I'm able to speak the way that I speak because my mind and I am free. There's like no entity that can touch me because they're not going to force me to be inside my house. Because guess what? Depress this right here. 
because being here in this realm, I made it a, a lifelong <laughs> choice to live the best life. Even going through a lot of hardships, I've been uh, without a home three times, like homeless, okay? I got stories for each one of those. No, it wasn't because I didn't pay my rent. Shit, I got stories, right? So that could cause you to be depressed like that, being without a job. I've been through that, but you know what? I got in myself and I meditated because this shit right here that's going on and you're going to tell me that I need money, which I love that girl money for real, but this system was created in a way that it wasn't, this is not me, right? So, uh, okay, honor the fact that I need finances to pay for this shit that y'all created. See, this is the, some of the stuff that I started speaking for myself. So that's why I'm able to veganish eats. And that's why I'm able to hot words, lyrical theater. And that's why I'm able to the ghetto truth magazine, all of that and more that a lot of people don't even know about. Right. right? As they shouldn't. I'm, Everything, no. you know, some things are, are better off done in silence. And that's another point too. I think that if you're constantly give, give, give and, I'm a very, I'm an advocate of giving, don't get me wrong, but sometimes you got to keep some things to yourself. You can't give it all, you know, and I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about just like mentally and spiritually, you have to, you have to stop giving and start thriving inside. Mm -hmm. I agree. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to stress to people that like inner work is super important. Keep on saying it. <laughs> they have to keep saying it so they can hear it in their ear. And then when they get off to themselves, and then they can, oh my goodness, T. Fodor said, inner self, work on it. Shit. You know what? Damn. If I didn't have like inner work and like this poetry stuff, I would be off. I'd be off the hook all the time. I promise For you, real. I would. <laughs> I feel you. Shit, that's how I got into writing myself. You know, I got stories to tell. I'm writing a book about it. I think I told you it's called Secrets and Stones. And I went through some emotional stuff when I was growing up. And whew, I stayed on this journey. And I'm so happy that I lived through it. I stand on the top of my mountain. And I'm trying to give my experience to other people. So they'll know, y'all don't got to suffer. You don't have to. Oh, I suffer from depression, but you don't have to. Did you see, I'm not sure if, uh, I should have sent it to you before we did this, uh, our little podcast here, but um, yeah, it was a, a YouTube video with Jim Carrey where he's talking I about I saw that, like, yes. Oh, you saw it, okay. That's how I found Dude. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Be- yes, because I was actually listening to Rash Smart and he referenced, uh, yeah, as Jim Carrey said in his video, which I have viewed before a few years ago. But you see how sometimes we have to uh, repent. <laughs> so I yeah. returned. Yeah, girl. So I returned to the Jim Carrey um, footage and he mentioned the name. And then from that name, I went and looked him up and deep rest. Oh, my goodness. I know. See, I actually just started following Jeff Foster. What's his name Inst- again? Jeff Foster yeah. on Instagram. I, Jeff Foster, I really yes. think that everyone should follow him. Um, he has some really good insight and, and takes on um, different 
uh, like concepts of mental health and just not even that, just like uplifting stuff too. And I think he actually has a book of poetry coming out soon, or if it's not already out. Right. Jeff Foster. I'm writing this right now in my notes because I have it other places, but I'm putting it right here because I so agree with that man. I promise. I don't know how long he's been preaching a, a, a truth, you know, and, and that's some realness. And that's why I totally hate those commercials that uh, put out that freaking ass propaganda that you just, and then everybody have on like gray clothes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I say you, y'all need to stop playing with me because you tripping, you know, coming out with gray clothes and laying in the bed and so sorrowful and yeah there probably are some people like that but here on the ghetto truth magazine this is ghetto gospel and rise that's what so, you know um how do you feel about like the concept that they were speaking on like when it comes to like us living this character and like living in this you know this that persona. bubble this persona yeah, I agree with it because I myself have transitioned to so many. When I was coming up the ranks in the 80s, I was known as Snooze and I was a club promoter. I was up on the stage and uh, performing and whatnot. And that persona as Snooze, that's who she was when I was out there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All of my values and everything were the same, but that was a character that I played. And then I went into Scooby. Mm-hmm when I was in college and that was another performance. So a lot of AKAs. <laughs> it's, oh yeah. So I was at LA trade tech learning marketing so I could learn how to market ghetto gospel as a spoken rap artist back in 2005. Right. And so as I uh, continue this journey and learning what I learned and, you know, all my experience and what I go through, I'm continuing having these personas and I love all of them. They all have helped me get to where I need to be right now, right? So then I went into Madam Gigi for a little bit, you know, but a, a young friend of mine who was a mentor on uh, the early Hot Words Lyrical Theater mm-hmm. show broadcast, right? And I called into her show and she said, you know what, ghetto? She said, you a storyteller. <laughs> so that's how I, then I just, Gigi the storyteller, ghetto gospel the storyteller. So that part. So I have a lot of persona. Just because you have a persona doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, in my opinion. Ovasi view. You know, what's going on with Jim Carrey and cloning uh who's somebody moving around a lot stop it yeah um <laughs> it's distracting <laughs> i because um, i'm i'm happy i'm happy deep resting over here because i work a lot i'm at the mental gym i'm working out i'm doing me i'm following my path doing things that i love i'm creative I'm with the person that I love. So fuck everybody else, right? Right. No, absolutely. Boom. I agree with you. And then I love me. I, I so love me, child. Come on. Yes. Miss Emil, that's me. And that's the real me. And all those characters have built me to be a strong Miss Emil. 
Ovasi. Okay. <laughs> that part. Right. So we do have someone listening in. I don't know if they have any words to say, question to ask. This is the time we are opening up our mic to join in. So caller in the wood, you have anything to say? No questions, but good show. Good show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We love how you tune in and listening in. So we're dialoguing. It's a dialogue. So we're speaking uh, some truth. And Jeff Foster, I co-sign what he's talking about with the deep rest. And um, uh, T, what are some of the things that you did with your deep rest? Wrote a book. Wrote a two ah. books. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, because it it takes you, like, I know a lot of people are like, well, how do you write your poems? How do you structure it? I don't structure it. I just, it comes to me. And I think in order to even get something to come to you, like, a whole poetry book you have mm-hmm. to really tap into yourself and it wasn't until I tapped into myself that I actually got stuff that I liked because most of my poems come from like a spare of the moment like I'll have an idea like I'll be sitting there talking to somebody sometimes or daydreaming and then I'm like damn I got an idea for something but I don't really know where it came from and then I'll I'll put the idea to the side in my mind and then when I'm deep resting when I'm by myself and I'm when it's still and it's silent I'm able to get those thoughts that I need to actually put together something that you know comes straight from my heart or my mind oh yeah so I think a lot of creative often deep rest um, a lot of creativity comes from being in silence and being with yourself oh yeah and my deep rest came with the quantum leap. I was already deep resting, but it went really like uh, in, into infinity, I promise. Yeah. Because pre, I was doing a, a lot of lives. I've narrowed it down. I'm focused in. So it, it's good right now for me. So that's great. And, um, but we possibly like time, have moments of deep rest. I know we talk about. I know people might think that, you know, deep rest is something that, you know, that you immerse yourself into for these hours or these days. And that's kind of, that's nice, but most of us don't have time to do that. But I feel like if you even just take moments, I think being intentional, you know, being intentional, being an intentional individual helps you to you're in deep rest then because if you're able to take a few moments to really listen to what a person is saying or listen to the concepts or, that are being you know presented to you then you're able to intentionally answer or intentionally come up with a hypothesis that makes sense for you that part so moments that's of what deep, i'm talking like moments about of deep rest it doesn't have to be like this long drawn out thing even if you took just a few moments in time to be intentional I think that that uh, that's also a deep rest as well oh yeah and you know what people who want to you need to talk to someone this I know too because I have guided so many people and when I was going through my depression not knowing that I 
depression. And I was like, okay, I'm giving this care to people. I was like, okay, so who do I go to, Dennis? <laughs> and it was like uh, eight years ago, and I did go to a therapist, and she asked me one question, one question. She was like, how was your family life? I, I broke down in tears. Talk about um, Gigi Ghetto Gospel, the storyteller. That right there is a million and one stories up in there. But it, it got me to where I am right now, for real. I am an overcomer. And to all of our listeners who are listening right now and who will tune into this podcast on the Ghetto Truth Magazine, fight for yourself. Fight to be an overcomer for real because this life that you have right now and, shh, you know, you have to, for real, love yourself, go deep in. And those externals, as we talked about, uh, if you are feeling something is not right, there's a lot of people who are um, up in the church house and whatnot, and they are the most folk that a depression if I ever seen one it's it's a trip and they they just can't get past it so because in in my Ovasi view I know you want to get in there right now but I'm just saying if you continue to put yourself um and looking out to someone else like they call Jesus Christ the Pope Mohammed or something like that you're not going to never get mentally um, secure <laughs> you're going to always forever be in the other side of that spectrum right. you know yeah I'm on that spectrum but I'm at the low end where I come out and play my drums and whatnot. I know people who are DJs they get up on their equipment I know people who are artists they get to their uh, canvases Writers, get to that pen. Come on, photographers, get to that lens. Come on. There's no excuse. I promise. No excuse whatsoever. Pull up from your mental boot straps and help you. And we're here to help. If T, they could call you, can't they? If they need to chat. Yeah, they can. Dialogue, they can DM me. Um, they can on DM Instagram, T Felder. At T Felder. Just at T dot F E L D E R on Instagram and all my other social media handles. I only, no, I only have Twitter and Instagram. So just Twitter and Instagram. You can also email me at T Felder Writes at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I want to get a text line. I want I want some people to text me and call me. I want to actually really yeah. get some dialogue going with some people that have reached out to me. Well, get that created, and um, so when they listen to the podcast, they can text, ask you questions like, "What? What next? How do you do it? Or where can I go?" And I do want to say right now because we are in mental health month and for you people that's listening to there's like suicide hotline if it get if it get right there right there's people when they're at that moment and i got a story uh, there's been like one time i think about it right now and i'm like girl how stupid are you i contemplate no several times actually if i'm really yeah yeah, and when I was in 18, I, I contemplated suicide. I was going to drive 105 something down 
the Harbor Freeway going north, and I was just ready. And the crazy thing is, it wasn't nothing but uh, young adult stuff. You know? Yeah, we all go through that. And and it's like, you feel like it is so bad. And I'm not going to take that away from you all because, yeah, but if you could just breathe it out, you know, going through the hardest things in your life, whether it's in your mind or for real, take deep breath. I totally recommend yoga, but please take some steps back, you know, before you make that decision to do any harm to yourself. You, you have to think about, I'm sure there's someone in your life that love you. And if not, we love you. We do, right? we do. It's all Contact love. Contact T. Felder, for real. This young woman. I actually woman, have a poem. I could, I, I could yes. read that one right now. It's called. Yes, yes. This, go for it. Okay, this one is actually called The, the Only Law is Love. And this is from mm. my latest book, Life Volume 2. So um, I'll just read it really quickly. I won't take too much time. Oh, we're good. We, we conversating here. <laughs> So this one is called the only love is the only law is love. Love can break the chains. Love can ease the pain. Love can heal the heart. Love can lift the soul. Love is warm. Love is light. Love is fluid. Love is moments. Love is memories. Love is will without ego. Love is will without ego. Love is free. Love is law. 93 over 93. Yes. When you said, that's one of my favorite ones with you is every time when I read one of your lyrics, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. Now I stopped that silly shit. There, there can be no favorite. I mean, when you decide to stop and write, man, those those words are fire. Appreciate it. And, always, busy, uh, always. Yes, and listen, you people. She, T. Felder, she has two books out: Life Volume One, Life Volume Two. You can get it on Amazon. And you can contact her on Instagram and get it direct. You can have it right in your little hand. She can mail it to you. Come on. I know. And if you're in the if you're in the LA area, I could actually do a personal delivery. Okay. That part. I want to say again to your your poetry books, Life One and Two, that's therapy for me because I will read something. I'm like, wow. I'm feeling that. You know, and then I and I'm like, wow, was she feeling that? Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so we say, yeah, she was feeling that. So we are here on the Ghetto Truth magazine, and we are we are talking, we are having a dialogue, and we are putting it out there, no holes barred, you know, whatever, you know. So when you guys. Uh, tell us how you feel about this uh, podcast that we do. And it, it was a vision of mine to um, be this, what it is. And obviously it is working. So check out 
our uh, other podcast when we were talking about the laws of attraction that was like 22 minutes you know and I thought that was like super dope that it was 22 it's minutes. It's funny how like all of this is starting to tie together and unknowingly because we did the law of attraction that was kind of like just us introducing like some of our vibes and then yes, it tied yes. into emotional balance um, which was a good mm-hmm. topic and then now we're here into depression and all of this is is so awesome that it's tying together in this way I didn't expect it oh wow I, you know I'm truly flowing with it um, it's all the water you know here, huh? oh yeah <laughs> I'm flowing with it and you know how we flowing yeah. with it next Tuesday at 2pm we're going to dialogue about forgiveness Whoa. Right. And that's another transitional state. Like that's a state of awakening. So again, with this deep rest, you can come out on that other end of forgiving who you need to forgive or loving who you need to love or letting go of who you need to let go of. Absolutely. And I'm excited because next week also, we're going to have a dear friend of mine. She is based in Arizona and she's going to be here with us. She is a therapist and her uh, forte mostly is uh, working with step families. Okay, that'd be interesting. And, okay. And I was like, where were you in my life? You know, some 30 years ago or so, for real. And um, she's great. Her name is Judy M. Grayhill, and you can find her on Instagram. And she also has a YouTube channel and she talks about, you know, what she does uh, working with step families and whatnot. So she will be here next week. And I'm so excited about that. I can't even begin to let yeah, people know. So we're talking about forgiveness and there's a little surprise that forgiveness is what you know of it. And guess what? It's some more and she's going to bring it out to you because I myself didn't tap into the other part until about three years ago and I was like whoa so she got that paperwork behind her so I'm gonna let her drop it down to you guys about forgiveness and whatnot and then I'll dip in and out with my uh, wonderful Gigi stories (laughs) okay thank you for listening everyone um Click like and share. You like what we're doing here um, because we're everywhere. We're on Spotify and the award-winning Overcast. So subscribe and, and let us know how you uh digging us. So it's a good vibe. And uh, any final uh, dialogue you would like to leave on the table before we head out? Um, I just want to say, you know, um, get out of your head and get into some deep rest. And, you know, don't let anybody tell you what to do. Do what feels right for you. And, you know, if you get some time, go over to YouTube and tap into Jeff Foster. Uh, like you said, we co-sign his work fully. Um, yes. We're very into what he's doing. Well, let me pigeonhole right there. <laughs> because he's new to me and I am verifying him. But what he is talking about, deep rest, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. One hundred percent deep rest. That's I. I'm yeah, because I. Yes, girl. So that's right. And then what I want to leave with, if you wasn't finished. No, I'm good. You go ahead. Okay. 
Okay, what I want to leave with uh, is you are a person who have a bottle of pills that you take, go look that shit up on the internet. Look it up, right? And then I want you to, wherever you live, check out the local herbalists in your area, right? Or online or contact me because I know some people and they could like give you information on natural um, teas and whatnot, herbs that you can take and naturally you give you like a calming uh, effect so you don't have to be out there having your mind thinking some shit, you know? So please reach out to people. Uh, I'm available. T. Felder is available. Our guest that we had last week, um, Tanil Parrish, an upcoming guest. And, you know, please talk about it, please, because this is the month to where it's a lot going on. People are, you know, giving up and not thinking and taking those steps back. But hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what we want to leave with. So peace, love, and life. 